there is a song that I've paid attention to in our hymnal. The words of the song says, Take your stand with the Son of God. Oh, be faithful to his name. Plant your feet on the word of God. It shall ever be the same. Are we marching towards our goal? All the world before us lies. With our captain, we shall endure till we gain the heavenly prize. Join us, Christians, and take your stand. Daily feast upon his word. Face the four with your sword in hand till the victor shout is heard. Dear to stand alone for Christ, claim the blood he sacrificed. Lift the name of Jesus high, pressing onward to the sky. I love that song. I love the words of that song. I trust that those words will encourage your heart somewhat. The words of that song now leads me to the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, where it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins got about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. I say, good morning. I trust that you are having a great day. And I trust that when you hear this devotion, that your heart will be encouraged. We are still in Hebrews 11 verse 32, where the scripture says, And what shall I most say for the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, of David also and Samuel and of the prophets. We are looking at the man Samson, who at that time was the judge in Israel. Matter of fact, Samson is the last judge that Israel had after that. They went on to the monarchy stage and they found themselves with kings. We are looking not only at Samson, but we are looking at the collapse of faith. And there was a time that Samson faith collapsed. Today, we want to look at the collapse of faith takes with it the testimony of the believer. May I say to you, the testimony of the believer is something one walks his or her lifetime on to have it positive. While it takes a lifetime to build and maintain, if one is not careful, one can lose that in a very short time if one allows his or her faith to collapse. All it takes is for a believer to become careless or take one eyes off the Lord and the finish line 
and put one mind on the pleasures of life like Samson. Think of this, Samson the judge, the servant of God, in the lap of Delilah, his power gone, his locks are cut, his eyes are out, blinded. He's the laughing stock of the ungodly. Read about it in Judges chapter 16 when you get a little time. How important it is to abstain from the appearance of evil. Paul, in his first letter to the Thessalonians in chapter 5 and verse 22, he said to them, abstain from the appearance of evil, not only from evil, but he reminded them the very appearance of evil they must abstain from. Samson hmm, did not pay much heed to that. But I want to thank God this morning for a man like Joseph. Joseph was tempted to sin against the Lord, but he overcame. In the book of Genesis, chapter 39, reading from verse 1, listen to what the scripture said about this man. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. And the Lord was with Joseph. There, there is nothing more comforting that one can have than to know that the Lord is with you. And he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. It is one thing for the Lord to be with you. It is something else for others to know that the Lord is with you. He saw the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace in his sight and he served him and he made him overseer over his house and all that he had, he put into his hand. And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he knew not aught he had, save the bread which he did eat. And Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. And it came to pass, I like this, I like us to listen to these words. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph and she said, lie with me and he refused. That's the key. And said unto his master's wife, behold, my master was it not what is with me in the house, and he had committed all that he had to my hand. There is none greater in this house than I, neither hath he kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. How can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Joseph knew to go with his master's wife would be sin. But more important, he knew such a sin would be against God. And it came to pass, as she spake to Joseph day by day, 
that he hearken not unto her to lie by her or to be with her. The woman became persistent in her plea for Joseph to lie with her. Day by day she tried, but he kept on saying no. And it came to pass about that time that Joseph went into the house to do his business and there was none of the men of the house there within. The woman no doubt had it all planned how she would make her move on Joseph. She saw that occasion and when no one was around, she made her move. Look at verse 12. And she caught him by his garment saying, lie with me. And he left his garment in her hand and fled and got him out. Now this must have been embarrassing to her when Joseph fled and left his garment in her hand. Verse 13. And it came to pass when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and was fled forth, that she called unto the men of the house and spake unto them, saying, See, he had brought in an Egyptian unto us to mock us. He came in unto me to lie with me, and I cried with a loud voice. Wow. The enemy put that lie in her heart, and she lied about Joseph to the men, and later to her husband, listen to her lies. And it came to pass when he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried that he left his garment with me and fled and got him out. Mm -mm -mm. She took his garment and used it against him as evidence to her husband and her husband believed her. She laid his, gar his garment by her until the Lord came home and she spake unto him according to these words, saying, The Hebrew servant which thou hast brought unto us came in unto me to mock me. And it came to pass, I lifted up my voice and cried that he left his garment with me and fled out. And it came to pass when his master heard the words of his wife, which she spake unto him, saying, After this manner did thy servant to me that his wrath was kindled. This master, he got upset before asking Joseph a question because he believed his wife. Never thought for a moment that it would be a lie and that he should find out first. No, he just took her word and acted based on what she told him, not realizing that the story had two sides and sometimes three sides, her side, his side, and the right side. And Joseph master took him and put him in prison, a place where the king prisoners were bound, and he was there in the prison. Notice what happened because he refused to sin. He is placed in prison, but the Lord was with him. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. He, here again, he is given favor by the Lord and God showed mercy. The keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in prison, and whatever they did there, he was the doer of it. It did not take very long before he was trusted by the prison keeper. The keeper of the prison looked not on anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with him, and that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. You see, when God is with you in something, it matters not who is against you. God kept him, though she lied. He kept his faith and his testimony 
and overcometh all. There is no situation from which the Lord is not able to save us if only we will cry out to the Lord. In Matthew chapter 14, verse 30 and 31, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink. And he cried saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore this thou doubt. In closing, remember the collapse of faith takes with it the testimony of the believer. As a believer, your testimony is what gives you the freedom to witness and point others to the God that you testify about. My encouragement to you today is keep on trusting in God. Remember, if you are fearful, you are not faithful. Our Father, we thank you so much, God, that we can look in your word and be encouraged, oh God, by these men that you have listed in your word, Lord. We pray that you would help us to learn from these men. Remember those who are not well, have mercy upon them, touch their bodies, oh God, as we go to serve you. We pray that you will go before us, dear God. Guide and direct, supply for everyone. Remember us in this time that we are facing and God, please help us. Please help us. Have mercy upon us. Forgive us of our sins. And oh God, help us to be able to minister in these trying times. Be with your people. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day.